Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt. I'm your host. All right. Well, happy June. Uh, today is June 1st. Wow. Time just flies by. Um, I'm so excited. It's June. I'm ready for, um, we do have much warmer weather here where I'm living, uh, 90 degrees, which is quite quite hot for us, uh, full sun, which is abnormal for this time of the year, but I'm taking it. Uh, we've got a, a big uh, party this weekend for two of my kids, um, and I'm really hoping for a little maybe cooler weather, but also sun. So send, send that loving intention our way if you think about it. All right, so today I want to talk to you about my biggest professional pet peeve. So I'm going to share it. I, I may have referenced this in, an, in a past episode, but I want to tease it out a little bit. And if you don't want to hear about it, that's okay. The beauty is you don't have to. You can stop listening if you want. Uh, I know we all have our own professional pet peeves, uh, but this one is mine. And and honestly, it didn't even really kind of, yeah, okay, I've been a, a little bit in my awareness of it, but uh, I was at a conference in April uh, and uh, during one of the sessions, I asked people, you know, what would you like to know about me? Um, and somebody said, what is your biggest professional pet peeve? And immediately I had the answer, <laughs> but I also, I turned around cause I was like, let me just breathe for a second. Um, and I was like scanning the room just to make sure, you know, that certain people weren't in the room. Um, and I, I shared with them that my biggest professional pet peeve, and this is probably going beyond professional, but, um, is when someone who is in a position or place of authority and they bring their ego in. So first of all, I'm not um, uh, like an enemy of the ego. I think our ego can be a really good thing for us. Our ego really is the thing that kind of keeps us motivated and says, hey, we should get out of bed today. Okay, so the ego is not a bad thing. However, the ego tries to sometimes um, take over. And oftentimes the ego is run by fear, um, usually focused a lot on safety, um, security, success, which those are not bad things, um, but sometimes it can go in into overdrive. And sometimes because of that, um, our ego, if you don't do work, can um, show up as I'm going to put myself and or my group ahead of everybody else because there's safety, success, and security in that. Okay. So again, we've done podcast episodes on that. Listen to our past ones, but let me give you a couple examples. Okay. So in the professional world, most people know my background is in education. Um, I still do a lot of stuff outside of education, but um, I would say probably 80% of the work that I do is directly in education. Uh, it's less in the classroom these days, uh, more in the director, supervisor, admin, and higher level. Um, got some projects coming down the pike that are more um, statewide and uh, regional or um, national, international. So I'm, I'm excited about those things. Um, but when, when um, an administrator um, either makes a decision or fires somebody without discussion, so let's say someone has broken the rules um, and, you know, it doesn't matter. Maybe the rules are 
Um, you know, let me just adjust this. I'm not saying go break the rules. Okay. I'm saying if you are in a position of authority, before you make a decision, you want to seek for answers. So there's a lot of times when, let's say an employee or a team member, they're making decisions based on the best that they can possibly do. And so to, um, you know, fire, demote, um, you know, any, any kind of decision about an employee without asking, that's a surefire bet that you're directly in your ego. Okay. It usually doesn't serve you or your team real well. What is it to you to have a conversation with this employee and try to figure out, well, why aren't you following the rules? Right? Most people who are in that position that do not have that conversation are because they're absolutely sure there's, you know, they know what's going on, right? Um, or they were searching for a reason to get rid of this person because maybe they don't know how to build a relationship with them. Or they don't want to take the time to, you know, this this person should have just gotten it together, Right. Okay. Those are again, all signs that you're in your ego. So if you can humble yourself a little bit and say, let me have a conversation, see where we're at. Not only will that be helpful for that employee, because let's face it, you might have the conversation and realize, yeah, this person is not a good fit. Guess what? You can always go ahead and release them from that point. Right. But the majority of the time, when you have a conversation, you're going to find out something that you're like, oh, well, I can either help you on that or like, What's your plan? How can I help? Right. And you might even save a lot of time, energy and resources and also create a very loyal employee for you with one conversation. But if you're stuck in your ego saying, I know what the problem is, they're just a jerk. Well, you see how that might be a problem. Okay. So another example is, um, I have worked with some organizations over the last 15 years, uh, many of them very large organizations that are serving many thousands, if not millions of people. And I'm astonished at how many groups have not gone on a fact-finding mission. They are sitting in what many people in education call an ivory tower. So you're either in an institution of higher learning and or <clears throat> um, like a, um, a department of education, right? And so from this high lofty place where you feel like you have a good understanding of what's going on in the field, you make decisions. And usually the, the decisions are affecting many people. They are costing a lot of money. And in some places they are actually doing harm to the system and to the people obviously in that system. So, Many people in those positions, again, going back to ego, they don't want to take the time. They think they know what's happening already. Um, and so uh, their ego runs the show. Well, I'm the, I'm the expert, right? And I'm calling out all of you that have a PhD because I call myself out, right? Just because you have a PhD and you're an expert in a very small part of your, your PhD does not make you an expert in the people who are living the life and so you have to step outside of your ego. You have to go talk to some people. What is their lived experience? What are their needs? What are their desires? OK, 
Okay. But that requires you to have some security in yourself and in the process and trust that by asking, you're going to get valid information that's going to help you. Um, and what's the worst thing that can happen? The worst thing that can happen is that you go out and you spend some time doing that and people affirm what you already know. I know that doesn't seem like the worst thing that can happen, but what's the best thing that can happen? The best thing that can happen is you go out and you have these conversations and you find out that you and your team are way off base. And so because you listen to people and you took what they said for, for, you know, face value, now you can offer a new product. You can save yourself a ton of time, money, energy, and resources right? You see, the worst case scenario is that you spend time and money to do the fact finding and you know that you're on the same page. That you just wasted time and money, right? But seriously, to know for sure that what you're going to be rolling out is going to be helping people. You see the value in that? Okay. Um, another example, which it's, it's a little more on the personal side, not quite professional, but that's okay. It's still a person in authority. So when a parent dismisses a child. Now, I again, as everything that I share on this podcast, believe me, I'm checking myself on this, okay? So I'm never going to share something with you that I haven't gone through my own like, oh, yeah, let me check on that. Um, I used to dismiss my kids all the time. I'm not having a conversation with you. I told you to just go do the thing, right? And there are times for that. Listen, we can't have a conversation about everything, right? And it does get a little bit easier as they're older, you know, they're now teenagers, so we can have those conversations. But if you just dismiss your child, you're stepping into your ego, you're stepping into your authority, your place of control. And there's been a lot of relationships damaged like that. But also, it does not empower that child. What it does is it makes that child um, uh, dependent on you, which a lot of very insecure parents like, and, you know, you, they're going to continue to come to you over and over and over and over and over again, rather than solve their own problems. And then when they leave you, guess what? They're going to have a really difficult time. You know, one of the things in my mothering style that I really appreciate is that I, I, I try to provide a lot of experiences and opportunities for my children to fail. I want them to fail often and to figure it out within a safety net so that when they leave me, they know how to handle things. Oftentimes when they go out into the big wide world, there is no safety net. And so I want them to practice that muscle as much as they possibly can before they leave me. I do not want them dependent on me. I'm going to stand there and be a support and, and be a resource for them in whatever they're doing. I'm not neglecting them. I'm not throwing them out on their own, but I want to see how are you going to handle this situation? And guess what that calls for? No ego. It's not about me. It's about them. So here's the thing. You might be smart. You might be strong. You might be rich. Okay. Um, you might be smart. Uh, and, and listen, I'm smart. I, I, I know I'm smart. Um, I have been gifted and also conditioned uh, throughout my life to, um, you know, learn and grow and achieve. Um, I have several degrees. Uh, I've shared with them on, on the podcast before. I won't go into it now. Um, I know I'm very smart. I can handle just about anything that comes my way on my own. Fine. 
that's okay, right? You might be strong. There are many people that I know that are so strong in many different ways. I think about my friend, Michael, who is um, a marathon runner and he just, I don't know, he just delights my soul uh, to, to watch him, uh, and to see him do something that he loves that he's so strong in. Um, also I'm not doing that thing. Uh, but I love it. I love watching it. Right. Um, you also might be rich and honestly, what is rich? You know, it depends on who you ask. If you are, um, trying to be a, a, a social media influencer and, or a, a coach in many of the spaces I'm at, apparently six figures is like the minimum, you cannot consider yourself rich beyond that uh, or under that. That's ridiculous. Um, many of my clients come to me and they're like, I don't need six figures. You know, I need like 40, 50,000 a year. That actually covers all my costs and then some. Okay, great. Let's work on that. Right. But what does it mean to be rich? And you might be rich. You might have a lot of money. So what? Can you be rich with... <laughs> Uh, you know, the rich with an overactive ego, that's a problem. Okay. So what? We want to ditch the ego. Okay. It's not bad to be smart, strong, or rich. Okay. It's just when you add the ego in there, you start to hurt other people. So we really want to practice humility. And in my um, definition, humility is knowing who you are, knowing who you're not, and knowing where all of that comes from. So what are you really good at? What are you not good at? And, you know, understanding that you have a, a higher self, if you will, a higher power that has enabled you and created you and made you for these things. You know, anybody who's had more than one child understands that, you know, children don't, don't come as blank slates. They already have personalities. They have desires. They have ways of, you know, being in the world. Well, where did that come from? You know, more research has shown it's, it's not quite as much the nature as we thought, and it's not quite as much the nurture. There's like a, a dynamic between the two. Okay. So that is what humility is. It's not, it's not, um, you know, making yourself less. Um, it's really thinking about others, but in terms of what do I bring to the table? And again, I check myself on this every day. I have a lot of gifts, a lot of skills, a lot of talents. Okay. Um, but I, I don't want to go rogue and start hurting people. I don't want to step into my quote unquote power and overtake someone else's power. I really want to operate under kindness, justice, mercy, joyful service in love to others, acknowledging that I have all of these wonderful gifts and how can I use them to their best ability to help others, right? That's using your ego in a positive way. So we definitely want to use our gifts, right? There's a lot of people out there teaching that, um, you know, even if you have gifts, you need to like deny them for some reason so that you can go and serve others. No, step into what brings you joy and what you're really good at, even if it's weird, just do it because there's other weird people out there that are just like you who need your voice. They need your talents. Okay. Um, and be kind. Be kind. 
you know, I, I get it. We can get wrapped up in our work and we can be like so focused on this is what I need to do. Right. Um, that that we can forget that, you know, our work is not checkboxes. Our work is other people. I don't care what business you're in. Seriously, I don't care if you're a plumber, a, a teacher, a politician. Your business is people. Nope, I didn't cut out there. I'm a, a pregnant pause. Okay, so yes, my professional pet peeve is where people in authority bring their ego. And guess what? You are a person of authority. We all have authority and influence somewhere. So I want you to do some thinking. Are you stepping into that position with your ego or are you stepping in in joyful service? Two very different things. Okay. So that is your homework. Your call to action today is to really think about how am I serving others or am I too like um, attached to my checklist of things that I need to do? Okay. All right. Hey, thank you so much for joining me today. I hope this was helpful. Uh, and with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.